Mood.tv Wish we hadn't talked about sitting on your dick. Yeah, that's a waste of conversation, I guess. <laughs> that's just that's just for me and you. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't go anywhere. Sorry, I just listened to that episode today. <laughs> the concerto. The concerto is my new favorite wrestling move. <laughs> well, I guess we should start that's our awesome. podcast. This is That's pretty awesome. Let me ask you a question. The podcast. We got the Greg Man today. That's me. Missed you again last week, but you know, it happens. But you're back. It's all good. I'm back. And we do not have the EJ five thousand. He has Better things to do, it turns out. Mm-hmm. That's actually what the text said. He's like, hey, guys, I wanted to join you tonight, but I got better things to do. Yeah, that's basically it. He has to dry his hair. <laughs> so we're here holding down the fort, and uh, I've prepared I've prepared a question. And the que- it's kind of it's kind of dark, but we don't shy away from dark around here. At Let me ask you a question. I was hoping it was going to be about wrestling, but it's all right. Well, we could probably actually take it and run in that direction if you want, depending on how you answer this. Well, we'll see how it goes. But my question is, when a paramedic <laughs> uh, hears that something comes through the radio, like they got to go to an emergency scenario, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think they drive, do you think it's commensurate, like how fast they drive is commensurate with how serious they think the problem is. Like, for instance, if somebody did something incredibly dumb, do they take their time? Do they Are they more cautious in their driving and they take their time because this person's an idiot? Or do they always get there with the utmost speed, no matter how dumb it was? And this is not even consciously. I'm talking, I wonder if there's something subconscious here. I'd almost like to, I mean, I'll take it one step further. Do you think they're ever like, well, that person's dead? <laughs> So <laughs> I'm not going to rush there. Yeah. Like even if they're not dead yet, they know they are, they are dead and, and they in, are so dead. Yeah. Combined with the R is already the future tense. Like, yeah, they're, they're a goner. This person's a goner, they're, despite yeah. the fact that they're quote unquote living right now, they're not going to make it. It doesn't matter if it takes me five minutes or 25 minutes to get there. This person is going to be dead. Yeah. Do you think, do you think that they then do not, rush or do you think they always they always just rush i just feel like i don't know that they can i'm not sure i think it's less about that and more about the driver that's another good yeah good point and like the personality of that person like there might be the guy who's always gung-ho and who's just like you know just loves getting the call so that they can just rip that friggin meat wagon down the street and like <laughs> do it he just just because that's like the fun of his job he's like whatever happens when i get there is whatever i love whipping rip that this thing meat wagon i've never heard it called a meat wagon i mean i, I assume it's kind of a meat wagon i mean i guess a meat wagon definitely is- a meat wagon especially once the person's dead and you just become stuff then it's just meat <laughs> so then yeah it's i mean it's a meat wagon yeah um and then i'm sure there's those guys who are just like well, I'm not going to spill my coffee getting there. <laughs> so they just don't. Do you think there's part of the process of becoming an EMT driver, though? Do you think Do you think they kind of want you to be dangerous? Are they into it when they're interviewing you? You're like, do you, how safe do you want the driver to be? You You need them to be like, all right. Here's what I will what I would assume is you need them to be safe enough to get there and to like <laughs> guarantee they're going to get there. Like how carte blanche is there? Like, can they, can they drive through lawns? Like if, <laughs> if they, 
<laughs> and actually, and how important is it, like, the, the person that they are carrying in the back of the meat wagon? Like, if that person is the president or something, do then they rip through lawns? Well, see, but that's when you get extra assistance. Like, that's when you have cops who are, like, if it's if it's a, a VIP in the back of the meat wagon, then, like, you have the escorts going on. But, like, you and I have both lived, you still live in New York. I've lived in New York. I have seen an ambulance with his lights on and, like, blaring their sirens in gridlock traffic and not going anywhere. It's not <laughs> like they're going up on the sidewalk and risking the like, the lives of other people to get to where they're going. They're just like, this sucks. Everybody get out of my way. And everybody's like, I literally can't do anything. It's going to take a full effort of everyone to do one thing. And we're New York, so that's not going to happen. So I wonder how much normal driving rules apply to EMTs then. Like, if they start doing crazy stuff to get to, <laughs> to, get to the hospital... Can they get pulled over? I mean, no, they're an emergency vehicle. So they can they can go nuts. I assume they would be reprimanded <laughs> after the fact. <laughs> and now see, and now you're talking to, you're talking a little bit differently. Now you're talking about post emergency and then getting them to where they need to be, which is I think it's another weird area because like, you know, sometimes they want to be you want to be going quick, but you can't because there's people in the back working on, oh, to right, right. not make yeah, your wagon yeah. meat filled. You can't be throwing those people all around the back of the meat wagon. <laughs> yeah, you can't just be chucking them around. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> so there's there's that element. And that's, I think, different than the getting there. The getting there is kind of like, that's. I think the getting there is more based on the person and the trying to keep your wagon meatless yeah. and full of people instead of meat is more of a situational thing because it comes down to like yeah like does this person have a neck injury if they do can't be whipping them around yeah right you know yeah of course yeah there's definitely got to be some kind of combination of if you got somebody that's going to be a little delicate (laughs) then i guess you got to drive a little more slowly if that person is already kind of accordioned or crumpled or like yeah if going up on this curb is going to is going to destroy this person further right i probably shouldn't do it you know, it's better off to sit in gridlock traffic and let my partner administer whatever in the back and hope that it's good enough. You're on a wing and a prayer. But okay, back to the original question, though. Do you think there's an immediate kind of judgment, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, of the person that does have to get there and drive this person to the hospital? And this is particularly before they have the body loaded into the back. Do you think they like say fuck it and always drive as fast as they can? Or do you think there is like some little birdie sitting on their shoulder that says that person's an idiot? <laughs> like, like teach them a lesson. I would like to believe <laughs> that there's no birdie. I would like to believe that the people being hired are there. They want to do the job. So like when you get the call, you're like, it's you're you're going to get there quickly. But you are going to get there. And I think that's really what it comes down to. Because I mean, cop cars and, and other things like that, you can take like tactical driving classes. And like if they're, if you're trying to go somewhere super fast and something happens in the middle of it, you can kind of maneuver your way around the situation. When you're in the meat wagon, if, you, if you're just... Like go up on two wheels. If you're just going nuts on the meat wagon <laughs> through red lights, <laughs> like, you know, there's no braking. Like there's no there's no quick swerves like you're flipping that thing somebody's hitting you everybody's dying and you're not even at the emergency anymore so i think as much as like it would i'd it'd be hilarious if it was a subconscious thing that people think that i don't think they do i wonder if it's like if anybody's ever like twisted metal the video game you know like you're (laughs) going smashing yeah you're smashing stuff you're going up on two tires all the time i wonder if in the history of ambulance driving that's ever been 
a thing? Or conversely, do you think anyone has ever gotten an emergency call and still finished up the thing they were doing? Like if you are like about to pee and you get the call, do you still pee? You're at the urinal. Like your your stuff is out and pointed at the urinal. I mean, if it's you, obviously you're not going to because now you're distracted. You're not going to be able to pee. Well, I'm not even at a urinal. I think I think again that comes. Yeah, true. I think it comes down to the personality again. There, if you're that guy who's been on the job, you got two years left before retirement. He's you know he's shaking it a million times before he goes. He's still relaxed, no matter. He's like, yeah, I'll get there. I wonder if how insensitive you become over time. It's like when I used to work at uh, St. John's, the church in East Stroudsburg. <laughs> And I, and I remember there was this woman, cause I used to play funerals and there was this woman that she'd be sitting next to me and she must be just totally inured to funerals because we'd be sitting there and somebody would start eulogizing and this woman would be like leaning over to me and saying, look at this blubbering idiot. <laughs> like during mass and I'm, and I'm 15 or 16 years old. I'm not that old the person. And this is. I mean, maybe that's why I am the way I am. This person really left no bones about the fact that when you die, there's going to be a good amount of people that do not care, <laughs> even in your presence. Yeah. And it's kind of amazing. And so, you know, I wonder then to go back to the EMTs, I wonder if you start out kind of being a little riskier and then in your driving. And then as you get older, you say, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to look out for me. I'm going to, I'm going to go the speed limit. <laughs> I don't think any, I don't even think those guys are driving the speed limit, but they're just, yeah, <laughs> I don't think, I think there's definitely a, a point you cross where you're like, I have a quota and it says that I will be there in this time and I will get there in that time. Not a minute before. <laughs> it's like a delivery service almost. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, nope, that's, that's, I know how I can drive and I know how long it'll take me. So barring any, you know, crazy extra circumstances, that's what I'm going to do. Do you get in trouble for not going over the speed limit? It's going to be what? It's got to be your partner who rats you out. Nobody's going to know. <laughs> I love the idea of two people and like the person's just driving the speed limit to get to the victim. But there's, you know, they are on the side of the law. <laughs> and what, what the partner then, then has to say about it. Like, should you, like, what is the pressure on you to break the law, even if it's just a performance to save that person? Yeah, I don't know. And I hope they speed all the time when they're not driving an ambulance. That's what I was going to say, too. You know, like he picks up his partner on the weekend and rips around in like his midlife crisis, like sports car. Yeah. But when they're in the ambulance, they say, this is a place of work. My job is to protect everyone around me. I'm going the speed limit. But I mean, it is like, you know, (laughs) if you're an ambulance, it's counterintuitive to injure people on your way to an accident. (laughs) Right. But I think part of this is this seems like the grand paradox of being an EMT (laughs) is that I think the ideal EMT drives risky. I don't think the ideal one does. I think they drive a little risky. There's a little bit of risk. Well, you have to, I mean, yeah, there has, there, there's obviously a little risk. Like they're not going the speed limit. They're going above the speed limit. No, they're not going the speed limit. They have their sirens on. They're like, right. They're not stopping at red lights. They're probably slowing down because you never know. People are idiots. Um, you know, especially now with people on their phones and shit, nobody's paying attention. Like, I feel like back in the day, it was like, you can like, even if you're driving, you hear a siren from like, miles off so you just knew like you were stopping at whatever light you were coming to because you're like that thing's gonna come ripping by me in a second (laughs) and nowadays because of technology and the way other people drive it has put the emts at a slower pace more to not risk further injury of other people and or themselves (laughs) 
<laughs> can't save the gunshot wound at uh you know in the projects if I smash into somebody like five blocks away <laughs> and I fly through the windshield and I'm dead. But it's got to be a risk you're willing to take. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Let's take a break. We'll be right back to talk a little bit more about this. you're saying that hearses are just delivery services i mean at that point like you're now you're beyond meat (laughs) beyond burger you're you're beyond stuff like you're i mean you're filled with other things like you are just Just stuff now but you're you're even beyond stuff like you are your goods essentially yeah right yeah you are a good you are a your goods now to other people you're a commodity yeah (laughs) So that would then make a hearse not a meat wagon, but a delivery service. Ironically, I feel like a hearse really takes their time to get where they're going. You don't see hearses speeding to the to the graveyard. Well, that's because you usually have a line of people, and it like it's. I mean, not to be insensitive, it sucks when you like come to like a four way stop sign or something. And then you have the hearse come by and you're like, shit. Yeah. Because everybody's got the special little tags on and then you just have to wait. You got to wait. And then there's like thousands of cars as though people who go to funerals absolutely do not carpool. Right. Everybody's got their own car. Yeah. And they're just like, and you just have to sit there. Yeah. They're so self-important. They are. But isn't it funny? Isn't this is a funny little enigma (laughs) that once you're dead, they really take your time getting you where you're going. But if you're alive... They might drive so erratically that they'll kill you. <laughs> they might. It's, <laughs> it's possible. And and in part of me would want that. I mean, I wonder should if should the victim, should the person being loaded into the in, into the ambulance have the option of how er- erratically they're okay with their driver driving to get them to the place? I want to get to the hospital now. Right. I don't care about my well-being. Yeah, if it's a until I'm at the hospital. <laughs> right. Should should there be should you have the option and should the EMT, like, I just, I think it's so interesting how important how the EMT drives is. And I wonder how much emphasis is put on that in the EMT community. Uh, I wonder if they have to, if they take a course on driving or not. I'd be curious. Yeah, because, like, I want them to be doing Ace Ventura 2 stuff. You know, when. <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I want them to 180 into parking spots, flip their way in. Yeah. I w- like a glove. <laughs> That's the ideal ambulance driver, I feel like. Provided against, once again, that you're not a crumpled little accordioned body in the back. I mean, what if that's the new way of doing it? What if instead of that, like, instead of like getting work done in the ambulance, now they just like strap you and everything inside down so it can't move. So if, even if you flip, you're not going anywhere. I think that's the way to do it. And then the goal becomes fastest humanly possible. Like, that's it. Velcro. Nah, Velcro can be jarred loose. You need legitimate straps for everything. 
just takes like another like 30 seconds of prep time after loading the meat into the wagon. You think you can strap people in real fast like that? Probably. Oh, yeah. Especially if like, you know, part of the prep is like you have like all the straps up and you just slide them on the gurney in and then it's just like ripping the rip cords and they're just down. (laughs) Yeah. And then you can get a stunt driver. Yeah. Then you can get all. I mean, I wonder, are all drivers of ambulances? They're also EMTs. Like, uh, here's my question. I mean, I know they're all EMTs, but are there some EMTs that are like the driver? Like their specialty is the driving. I doubt it. I'm sure. I'm sure it becomes like more of a like an unspoken thing where it's like oh you're the driver like either you're better or you've been doing it longer or whatever like that's how it goes but i don't think there's ever like i'm an emt driver and i am an emt passenger and that's just how it is (laughs) i want to see the sitcom about somebody that went to jail for a long time for being a bank heist driver and they get out and become an EMT. And that's the first episode. And now and now they drive ambulances like they drove getaway cars. And it's nuts, but they're totally efficient. I think you should um, just make Baby Driver too. Oh, what is, what is Baby Driver about? I never saw it. There's a guy who just like, you know, it's David Spade, unfortunately. Um, or not David Spade, what am I saying? Um, Kevin Spacey? Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. David Spade. Yeah, so no, he's not the driver. He's like the guy who puts together these jobs and it just brings together like these different criminals, but he has this kid who's his driver and he's amazing. And like, you know, he's like an orphan or something. And that's how the whole thing happened because his parents were in a car accident with him in the car and they died and he didn't you know this whole thing. Mm. But he's like an incredible, incredible wheel man. Yeah. That's what you want basically, which I think is the technical term. You're a wheel man. Um, but yeah, so it's a, it's a good flick. You should definitely check it out. That's what I would want driving the ambulance. Like, would you want a getaway driver as your ambulance driver? Why not? Yeah, I would. I think. Wait to see the movie and see what the kid does too, because it's more like you know, quote unquote, like real life, you know, stuff that he does. Okay, all right. Um, so it's not like you know, it's not Ace Ventura up on two wheels flipping and landing. He comes to perfect stops at stop signs. <laughs> no, like it's just it's just more true to life of like a, a really skilled driver. All right, all right. Yeah, I mean, so seeing that, like, if you could translate that, like, if you get like a suspension and stuff on his EMT vehicle, and he can do some of the shit that he's done, maybe you make it real wheel drive instead of front. So you can really like, you know, burn out and make like, make yeah. super like drifting turns. Like, yeah, I want all yeah, that stuff. Want but I also want a little bit of the fake stuff, too. like, you know, the nutso stuff. <laughs> I want really nut stuff. I mean, he drives over plenty of medians and jumps over things and like, you know, he catches air. Yeah. Like I want, I want the ambulance driver that knows that this section of the bridge is missing. But if you drive fast enough and hit the right angle, you'll be able to get to the other side. I want that ambulance driver. What if the back of that ambulance truck is just like, um, you know, those big like air balls that you like go in and you run it like you don't have them now. Like they're smaller and like the kids get them and they play soccer and smash into each other. And you go inside it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Inside of the back of that guy's EMT vehicle. One of those. That'd be amazing. And even if you just like fill it with water so that the meat that's in there just kind of like <laughs> always stays level. That would be amazing. I wonder if they refer to their passengers as the meat. I'm sure there's some. Yeah, I'm sure. The same guy who's not rushing the shake. Yeah. There's a lot of dark humor, I bet, in the EMT world. Well, at the end of the day, I, I do think that they are judgy of what the person did or didn't do. And I bet whether it's consciously or not, you know, even if it's the difference between going five over the speed limit and going 20 over the speed limit, <laughs> I bet there is something deep down. And that deep downness is their judgment <laughs> of, of what happened, of the person I'm sure there's just all kinds of biases that they have not even thought of 
that have bubbled up to the surface, but is preventing them from getting that person to the hospital as fast as they can. I think deep down in my gut, I agree with you. I just want to believe. And that's, I think, I think I took the stance of what I want to believe over what I actually believe. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to think that there's a kind of a line that you, that you tow. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I do agree. I, I'm sure they're like, wait, what do you do? Yeah, I'll be there. I'll get there when I get there. <laughs> you think an MT, EMT's ever said that? I'll get there when I get there. <laughs> Maybe to his partner. Never over, never over dispatch. <laughs> <laughs> then you just gotta hope you got a good partner oh man that's fantastic i'll get there when i get there looks over his partner's like just listen just finish your sub we'll get there <laughs> <laughs> yeah I like the idea of the young like the new guy is all like we need to go right now i need to i need to choke off this piss and then you know the senior the senior person's like no no no, no, no. let it all out <laughs> He's like, I got a poop in me. I'm not, I'm not leaving until this poop comes out. And I'm constipated. This is going to be a minute. I just quit drinking and I got little rabbit pellet turds for two weeks. I'm letting all these little turds out before we go. I'm sure it happens. I'm sure it does. Yeah, I'm sure. All right. I'd like to believe it doesn't, but. Well, we've reached some kind of an answer. So uh, this, let me ask you a question, everybody. Why don't you dial in at 929-352-6173? Send us an email at letmeaskyouaquestionpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Insta or Twitter at Pod. That's L-M-A-Y-A-Q pod at Insta or on Twitter. And you can also go to Moot.TV. You can watch the other shows. Listen you to can li- Well, you can listen to the other shows. Hey, you can watch Kyle Moko Won't Shut Up. That is possible True. on Tuesday evenings. That's, that is a possibility. But you can listen to White Wasabi and the Derek D. Dozen. And we can also... There's a subreddit. We got a subreddit. Got a subreddit. And there's a TikTok, I've heard tell. I did start us a TikTok. You, there's nothing on it. Nice. But you can find it. You can follow it. I'll tell you what. If I get... More than more followers than I've posted videos, I'd be impressed because that, that's only going to take one follower. <laughs> we are clearly we are the most active on Insta, so you can find us there. You can send us messages, you can text us, you can give us questions, you can respond to the silly things that we talk about. You you know you can do whatever you want. We love you, and we want to hear from you. Or you can go to iTunes and leave us uh, a review. That would be nice too. A five star glowing a five-star review we would we would like that a lot we would appreciate that uh what else do we got anything i don't know I, did you do the swag and the moot.tv you did the moot.tv but yeah the swag did the moot there's the swag there you can buy the swag there's the donate yeah you can donate you can donate to us there you can uh you can buy the uh the bird mug what's the drunk bird margarita bird margarita bird anthony's all over that insta so i mean if you want to talk he's there he's he's there for you I am there to talk to you on the Insta. That is true. That is true. EJ's on the Reddit. Anthony's on the Insta. And I am not on the TikTok. But uh, <laughs> we're going to change that, though. It's all going to change. We're going to change that. Well, it's been another fun episode. And uh, we'll get there when we get there. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Mood.tv. Look at this blubbering idiot. We'll get there when we get there.